Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your daily crypto news. My name is Matt. It is Thursday, September 21st, 2023. The year is going by so fast. We're almost... The leaves are starting to change over here already in Ohio. I am literally looking out my window right now and seeing some red and yellow leaves. Doesn't make me happy. By the way, I was wrong yesterday. I was wrong. The Fed did not raise rates. They decided to stay even for a while, and we will see what happens in October. You know, funny enough, I was watching this video yesterday, and I didn't know that it was newly found, refound footage of Hal Finney. And I was just, you know, scrolling on Twitter, and I was watching Hal Finney, who is a Bitcoin OG. And I'm not talking about OG, someone who got into it in 2011 or 2012. I'm talking about he got the second transaction from Satoshi. And a lot of people think he, he was Satoshi. Now, this video that I stumbled on, and I didn't know it was something that was going viral and, you know, around the crypto community, was a talk that he was giving on zero knowledge proofs. And he was doing this at the 18th Annual International Cryptology Conference in the University of California, Santa Barbara in 1998, a.k.a. Crypto 98. Now, link is in the show notes for the article. You can watch it on Twitter. If you're into this kind of stuff, it's cool, you know, but it's really cool to see him speak because, again, he could be Satoshi. Satoshi is still not found. Nobody knows who Satoshi is. Satoshi has a million Bitcoin just kind of hanging out there. Imagine having a, a million Bitcoin and not touching it ever since the birth of Bitcoin. And so there's a lot of things that are adding up that he could pretty much be Satoshi. He died in 2014. I don't know anybody that has the willpower or the control to not touch a million Bitcoin. Not even 100,000 of them, not even 10,000 of them. He, he would be a very, very, very rich person right now. Anyway, link is in the show notes if you want to watch a lecture by Hal Finney, who is possibly Satoshi Nakamoto. After getting the green light from the FDA, Elon Musk's Neuralink is ready to begin testing the brain chip implant in paralyzed human volunteers. The initial goal of the brain chip implant 
is to grant people the ability to control computer cursors or keyboards using their thoughts alone. If this is proven safe and effective, Neuralink's brain chips could offer new independence to those suffering from paralysis due to a spinal cord injury or things like ALS. And if you're willing to get a brain chip implant, and that's directly into your brain, they're going to cut you open and they're going to put a chip in there. Well, they're going to compensate you for six years for these study-related costs. Yes, you're going to have this thing in your head for six years. Now, there's a lot of controversial history about animal testing uh, when it comes to Neuralink. Apparently, they tested on animals and there's about 1,500 animal deaths. And I, I want to know what you think about this. Do you think animal testing is a good way to test drugs, to test cosmetics, to test anything before it goes into humans or onto humans? Let me know what you think. Matt at dailycryptonews.net. Several prominent authors are suing OpenAI. And you know, OpenAI is the company behind ChatGPT. And they're alleging that the company fed their copyrighted works into its large language models as training data. Authors joining the suit include Game of Thrones and House of Dragons creator George R.R. R. Martin. Should have finished the damn book, so we got a good season eight of Game of Thrones, you piece of John Grisham, Jonathan Franzen, Michael Connolly, and Christina Baker Klein. George R.R. R. Martin, he is alleging that when prompted, ChatGPT generated an infringing, unauthorized, and detailed outline for an alternate sequel to A Clash of Kings. This is one of his books. And titled the infringing and unauthorized derivative, A Dance with Shadows. And it used some of the same characters from Martin's existing books, A Song of Ice and Fire. The attorney that's representing all these authors is saying that this case is merely the beginning of our battle to defend authors from a theft by open AI and generative AI. Here are my thoughts on this. Feeding somebody's works, copyrighted works or otherwise, their research into an AI model to train it should not be copyright infringement. Because that's how things learn. That's how we learn. We take in copyrighted, not copyrighted conversations and movies and songs every day to train our AI model, our human brain. And if you're a musician like, like I am, you know that when you're practicing, the first thing you do, you start emulating your heroes. You start to want to play like them. You want to start to learn how to play their music. You want to learn how to do everything like them. And then you start to, you know, get your own style. It doesn't mean that you don't know how to play like them eventually, but you start to get your own style. And this is what you're doing is we are giving an AI model the tools to learn and grow. And I don't see anything wrong with giving them these copyrighted materials. You're training the model. And even if somebody sat down at the computer and gave it a prompt to write a new book in the style of Martin or Game of Thrones, making a sequel, why not? Who cares? Then they read some new works of fiction in the style of one of your favorite authors. I think that's amazing. I think that's absolutely amazing. You know, I heard Post Malone talking, I think it was on the Joe Rogan podcast, about these new AI models and how it's going to be in the future. He's like, imagine you could tailor a song just for you. You're going through some stuff, you know, girlfriend broke up with you, your dog died, blah, blah, blah. And you wanted the AI model with, you know, speech generators and, and style generators and whatever to write you a song specific on your case, on your situation alone, in the style of Post Malone. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, 
things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And then it makes it. Isn't that cool? Personally, I think there's two sides to this. It's not about the training the language model, training the AI. It's about what you do with it. Look, being an individual, I can read all the Martin I want. I can learn his style. I can learn the stories like the back of my hand and write my own fan fiction. Now, I think where the line gets crossed now, if you're a lawyer, please let me know. Where the line gets crossed is when you start publishing it and, and using their characters and using their stories and using that without giving them royalties or without their permission. But if I wrote a book and sat at home and read my own story and it wasn't published, it wasn't monetized, isn't that a different thing? And so to go into like another kind of meta thought about this is this is like one of the first lawsuits. This is one of the first fights that we're going to have with AI. I don't know if you ever watched Animatrix or any of these other like AI robots rise up and revolt sort of thing. And they just want like human autonomy. (laughs) This is kind of one of those first steps, right? It's like you're not going to let me read your book and write my own stories that's not cool and i understand there's laws involved but come on let the things read your book let the ai model write stories let the ai model explore let the people who are interacting with this ai model explore now when you publish it you're in copyright infringement territory and that's not cool what do you think matt at dailycryptonews.net speaking of ai an anonymous Ethereum developer used OpenAI's ChatGPT to create an automated system for generating new ERC-20 tokens. The first token they generated using this toolkit was called AstroPepiX, or APX is the ticker, and it was available for trading on Uniswap. It accumulated around $12.9 million in trading within 24 hours. The names of the generated token was based on data from the top 10,000 tokens traded on Uniswap and were cross-referenced with market cap data from CoinMarketCap and CoinGecko. So basically, they told ChatGPT to make me a, a meme coin, to make me a shit coin, and they did it based off of the top coins. And I think that's pretty damn cool. Do not, do not spend your money on these things. Not financial advice, just, I don't know, kind of advice, but not. Anyway, you know what it is. Ethereum Layer 2 Scaling Solution Optimism has sold around $157 million worth of OP tokens through a private sale, and it was split among seven different purchasers. Optimism said that the 160 million OP tokens were sold for treasury management purposes and would be subject to a two-year lockup. There are currently no details as to who the seven purchasers were. I'm going a little faster through these stories because we're getting into the 10 minute mark and I know how much you guys don't like these episodes to go over 15 minutes, especially because of my little rants and opinions. Grayscale Investments. They applied to the SEC for a new Ethereum Futures ETF. As of now, Grayscale is still awaiting approval for its spot Bitcoin ETF and is hoping an Ethereum Futures ETF will get the green light from the SEC. The SEC first approved a Bitcoin Futures ETF, which allows the investors to bet on the future price of the digital asset in 2021. This next story is a surprise to no one. PayPal 
is rolling out their stablecoin to Venmo. Select Venmo users can now buy PYUSD, and the option is going to be available to all users in the next coming weeks. PayPal announced that it will be the first time that users will be able to send stablecoins to each other at no cost. But sending from Venmo to different crypto wallets, not owned by PayPal, will incur fees. So there you go. We have stablecoin transactions in the PayPal ecosystem. And finally, something I'm going to touch on, but I'm not going to go into depth because I don't care. I, I don't really trust this whole story. And the story is, I'm talking about is the BitBoy story. You know how he got fired from his own company for allegations of physical assault, misuse of company's funds, inappropriate relationships, and so on and so forth. And apparently his old company's YouTube got taken over. They lost, I think, 10 to 20,000 subscribers in the meantime, but it's still going strong. And he's kicked out of his company. Apparently he's broke. And now he's asking fans to donate to his legal defense. Apparently, they already donated $60,000. What the hell? Again, on the surface, I just don't trust stories like this. BitBoy is very good at understanding how to hold the conversation. I don't believe that any word of this, I think it's all marketing. If it isn't, best of luck to BitBoy, best of luck to the old companies, best of luck to everybody involved. But it just seems like a big marketing stunt. I don't trust it one bit. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 9.40 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Fear greed is at 42 neutral. Bitcoin sitting at $26,477, down 2.2% in 24. Paul McNeil, where's that $30,000? Ethereum's at $1,575, down 3.2% in 24. Tether's number three. Binance is at 210, down 2.6%. And XRP is at 50.3 cents, down about 1.6%. Running off the top 10, we have USDC, Cardano, Doge, Ton, and Solana. The total market cap is sitting at 1.05 trillion, down 1.7%. We have a Bitcoin dominance of 49.2 and an ETH dominance of 18.1. And that was our show today. We'll be back tomorrow with Asia Focus looking forward to it and until then happy hodling everyone hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.